Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. All right, you ready to get this started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats, where we're talking about food that is worth mentioning. And of course, I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. Hey, Jeff. Hello, everybody. How's it going? And I am Kenny Santos, his brother. And well, we went to, on separate days, actually, we went to the Street Eats Market. Is that what it's called? Or the Street Eats Food Festival. What is it uh, called? Street, it, it's the Streets Market, and they ah. hosted the Ice Cream Festival. Ah, that's what it is. Yes. So, um, we, Jeff was just talking a little bit about the history about that, and so he's going to break that down once more about how they started out in, I believe, Yorkdale, but go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. So, Streets Market, um, I don't know the full history f- about them, um, but their first official event was in, in, the, in uh, June 20th of this year, 2020. Um, and it was a drive-through uh, f- food truck event. Um, they got to think back that June 20th of 2020, we're still in phase one of the pandemic. So everything was basically closed except for, for basic grocery shopping. Um, and because the weather was getting nicer, people were getting the quarantine fatigue and they wanted to go out and street eats market. I'm not sure they're one of the first ones, but that's one of the first ones I heard they decided to try a food truck event where instead of walking to it, you would drive through. Uh, it was held at Yorkdale because everything was closed. So all the big parking lots were open. Um, and so basically what you did, they, they set up the restaurants list and on their website, streeteatsmarket.com, they would have each restaurant that was featured and, and you would pre-order your meal and have a time of pickup. And this weekend, so it's, today is July, sorry, August 17th. So the weekend, so August 15th and 16th, Street Eats Market set up a ice cream festival. Um, now, actually, this wasn't their first festival. They actually had a Caribbean, Taste of the Caribbean festival, if, I've, if I'm correct. And that was done the weekend prior. Okay. And so the, these festivals, these series of festivals that uh, Street Eats is doing currently, they're doing it every weekend until it seems like the end of September or at least mid-September. Yeah, that's so correct. I didn't know because I remember I was talking to our cousin Adrian and he said, oh, I want to go to the West Indian one. I was talking to him about it actually yesterday and we looked at mm. the schedule and we couldn't see it. So that perhaps right. it already passed. Yeah, that already passed. Okay. Oh, yeah. You said Caribbean. Yeah. And so um, this weekend was the ice cream one. Next weekend. And actually, Jeff probably has a schedule. So he'll go through it really quickly. I will. And oh, by the way, I didn't say where. So they moved from Yorkdale to the Scarborough Town Center. So east side. side. That's right. As you know, both Ken and I grew up in Scarborough. So Town Center, we know it quite well. Um, And it's actually on the grassy sort of part uh, at Brimley and Borough, on Brimley, just in between Borough and Triton. So yeah, today's August 17th, so the ice cream festival just happened. Next weekend, August 22nd, is the Filipino Street Market. Again, as you people know, Ken and I are both Filipino, and we're planning to hit that one as well. Yeah. August 29th and 30th is the Barbecue Eats Festival. September 5th and 6th, which is Labor Day weekend, is the Eats Night Market. Ken, I, didn't, I forgot to mention this to you, or maybe you, we, we told I, you about it. I, I did see it. I did see it because th- that yeah. one starts later, right? Four to later yeah. or something? Or, that's yeah. right. So all the times are 12 to 8 for all the festivals except for this one. The Eats Night Market is from 4 to 11 on the Saturday and Sunday, September 5th and 6th. 
Mm. Uh, no information yet on who's there, but a traditional night market is more Asian. So maybe it is more Asian. Fingers crossed. I totally expect grilled squid. I don't know if it's oh. going to be there, but I, I just expect yeah. it's going to be there. Yeah, but and that's one knows? of Diana's favorites, grilled squid. Uh, and maybe stinky tofu. We shall yeah. see. Which I, I will probably not participate in. <laughs> or maybe I yeah. will. I don't know. Maybe you maybe will. For the sake of the podcast, I will. And yeah. then after the night market, we have... So after the night market, on September 12th and 13th, the Mac and Cheese Festival. Uh, Ken, myself, Dylan, and Diana went to uh, Mac and Cheese Festival in Mississauga last summer, and that was quite tasty. Um, September 19th and 20th, the Fried Chicken Fest. Mm. Mm. Can't be wrong with fried chicken. Hope there's and some then, waffles there. I hope there's oh, some Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly right. And then they're on September 26th and 27th, which is their last event, but you never know. They might expand another weekend is the ramen festival and that's one that myself dylan uh diane and ken have marked in our calendar because we talked about ramen before and we really are looking forward to this one for sure yeah ramen i think that's episode 11 if i remember correctly okay. yes so yeah with dylan and that one just is it is published so if you want to listen to our yeah. rambling uh our, our ramen ramblings <laughs> then uh you can go ahead and listen to that, but we're going to be talking about ramen. Well, we're going to go into that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to promise that we're going to go to every single one of those, No. but uh, we're going to go to a lot of them. Or, yeah. Yeah. We'll go to, to a fair bit of those, but we, we went to the ice cream one. And uh, so Jeff went on the Saturday and I went on the Sunday. That's correct. So yeah. So you, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the trucks and the ones that you visited and, and move forward from there. Yeah. So some of the trucks that were there, um, what we've um, actually, myself, Ken, and Diana, uh, one of the trucks is called Fugo Desserts. And we actually went there on a Canada Day, maybe three, four years ago. And they had this, remember that s'mores? Or anyway, had burnt marshmallow around the ice cream. Um, and it was good. And I think you whoa, and whoa, Mason whoa, went, whoa, didn't you? Whoa, this is the place that's like downtown? Yeah. This the, oh, this place is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that place yeah. makes really, really good ice cream. Yeah. And, and yeah, they yeah, and they also um the store actually also makes churros. I bet you the food truck makes churros too. I wouldn't be super surprised because it is a food truck, but yeah. Limited off. That's right. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Wow. Yeah, so they had uh they had they had Fugo desserts. Um Eva's original chimney stacks. It's a like the Toronto tradition from that for the past like, 10 years, at least they're the ones that make the dough sort of ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. So it's more like a, yeah, like, like, like I think it's Portuguese. I know it's Eastern European, this recipe. Um, so chili stacks with soft syrup, or I think it's, it is hard, hard scoop ice cream. Um, Pogo waffles, uh, Tal Toronto. Uh, they did a, uh, like Ube, almost Filipino one. Mm -hmm. And then um, I hollow crunch. I hollow crunch they featured the, the charcoal ice cream. So that's what they were doing. Ah, um, so there was a, I saw a lot of black ice cream. Yeah. A lot so, of black ice cream cones. Yeah. If you don't know what charcoal ice cream is, it's actually, it, it's been around for about at least two, three years, maybe five years. It is, as the name says, charcoal. And so the ice cream is black. Uh, and I think the one they offer, also offered was a combination, like it's soft serve. So it's a combination of, uh, of, Charcoal ice cream and ube because I see a purple and black ice cream cone. So it's probably like it's a swirl, right? Um, so that's, yep, exactly yeah, right. I, I imagine a swirl. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah. So that's, that's what they were featuring. Um, but so the ice cream that Diane and I got was from a, a food truck called Six Spice Rack. And they are originally a savory food truck. Um, I've had them a couple of times. Um, don't, I don't remember what had exactly, but they actually changed their menu to serve ice cream. So again, another business that sort of pivoted and they took advantage of, of, a, of an event, being an ice cream event, and they added some ice cream menu, uh, menu items. And one of them was basically a sweet poutine. And from what I see here, it has like biscotti um, as the French fries per se. And then ice cream. And it looks like they have popcorn to it as well and a caramel sauce. Mm. Um, another one was called the chocolate cookie monster. So as you can imagine, it's basically like a chocolate cone, chocolate ice cream. And it looks like, like brownie pieces uh, just served over it. But the one that, that caught Diana's eye, and that's the one that we got, is called the Sin A Bun. And Sin is spelled S-I-N. So Sin A Bun. And basically what it is, hence the name, it's a cinnamon roll. So they had one on the bottom. And they put vanilla ice cream, three scoops of vanilla ice cream on top. Wow. They had smoked bacon bits, score bits, and then a caramel whiskey sauce. Um, drizzled on top. Um, so yeah, so that's what Diana had. I had on the Saturday, and if you think it sounded, my description sounded good. It was delicious. Nice to hear. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. You just know, it's this. always a shame when you hear a good description and then you get to taste it and it's not as good. And so yeah. I'm glad that it tasted good. That's good to hear. Yeah. It it, it did. Yeah. Just everything about it just mixed well. Um, so yeah, so that's what Diane and I had on, on, on that day. And we actually went on the Saturday just, and we, we had, had to trade for them. Like we've had Fugo, we've had chimney stacks. Um, the truckle ice cream we haven't had yet, but I'm not really looking forward to Like I might have it, but this Cinnabon just tasted good, looked and tasted good. So that's what we had tell on them, the Saturday. Like, since you've had the stacks, tell them a little bit about it, because I haven't had that. Um, so... So basically, it's just think of um, a waffle cone. Well, it's not really a waffle cone. It's more like a so it's dough. Um, that shaped like a cone. Dough, and you actually see it being baked in the truck behind behind them. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It is pretty cool. Um, so most so it's a, so a you know that the the cone is is fresh and it's warm still, and then they put uh, soft syrup ice cream. I think they only have the only yeah they they do chocolate and vanilla as the base or a swirl. Um, oh, I, I, no, I do see some some berry flavor, maybe strawberry or cherry, and then but the, it's the topping that they put on. So I see an Oreo cookie on top with chocolate sauce. I see caramel sauce. I see fresh strawberries and strawberry sauce. Oh, I even see a I think a piece of cheesecake on top of one <laughs> with a strawberry and and, and so uh, they're desserts. They're, are they strictly yes. desserts? Okay, okay. Um. They're, for this event, they, they are, but I've seen them do like a pizza, sort of like a savory version because yeah, it's I, a dough. Yeah. I remember seeing them at the X, I thought, with like, ah. they had pizza in there. Like they had like yeah. cheese and pepperoni and, and tomato sauce inside of a cone there, which was Yeah, cool. exactly right. Yeah. So, the, so, the, so that's EG uh, Chimney Stacks. Yeah, that, that, the Stacks, when I happened to go, had a, quite a large lineup. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then did. so did uh, I Hollow Crunch. They actually, mm -hmm. they had the longest lineup 
Um, and I wasn't, you know, I mean, I'll probably eventually get charcoal ice cream one day. I just wasn't in a rush to get it. So yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so again, so that was our Saturday. And so what'd you get on the Sunday? So, um, this is what I got on the Sunday. I actually went in and looked at, assessed all the lineups and actually you don't even know this part, Jeff, is that I was kind of hungry when I went. I was like like hungry. I was like, I don't know what I want. I was thinking about, I was looking at the menu when I was like, you know, on the way there sort of thing. And uh, before I got dessert, I ended up going to uh, the Pogo. What's the place? Waffle Pogo. What's the place called? Yeah. uh, It's called, uh, where is it? Yeah. Pogo Waffles. Pogo Waffles. And they had a, um, it's pretty cool actually. You know, Pogos, as you guys know, they're, they're, basically corn dogs so instead of corn cornmeal and the actual they actually use waffles and they have this uh they have this waffle iron i guess a special waffle iron that actually makes uh waffles with uh with hot dogs inside of them which is pretty cool (laughs) and so uh, i actually solved them pressing it in there i happened to get a cheese and garlic bread one oh nice and i was very very happy with how that tasted Okay. Um, I'd say give that, you know, it's hard for me to give out a 10 unless I really like it. And I was pretty right. happy with it. Um, there wasn't any like ketchup available, which I would have like, kind of had like to have like this dip it in, or actually even mustard would have been good on that. Right. And nothing like that. And so I'll just kind of give it a 7.5 and eight. And I hope you guys don't think that's a mediocre score. I mean, no, not at I all. really liked it. Yeah. Um, but you know, in order for me to give something a 10, it's got to be spectacular, like yeah. really, really good. And it's hard to make pogo waffle, like a corn dog, absolutely spectacular, you know? Right, uh, right. So enjoyed yeah. that. And then afterwards I was like, okay, now it's time for dessert. And I went to sweet slice and basically ah. that is cheesecake on a stick. Yes. And so actually, now that I think of it, all of my food yesterday was um, at the, at the festival was on a stick. You know, Pogo was on a stick, and so was the There cheese. you go. Now, um, they had a couple different offerings. Um, they had mm-hmm. uh, basically basic cherry cheesecake. They had an Oreo. Um, probably one or two more. And I ended up getting the salted caramel and pretzel. Uh, and I see a picture of it here on their Instagram. Okay. You know, Pogo and speaking Pogo. of picture, I, you know, I did not take a picture of the Pogo or of the, uh, of the cheesecake which is shame on me. Like, what are we supposed to put on the Instagram? Maybe Jeff okay. will pull one off of their Instagram, yep. but make sure we give the photo credit to them. I'm doing it right <laughs> so, now. Don't worry. Good, good. So we'll do it that way. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> they'll be like, that's, you know, that's our picture, right? But we are still else, credit. Yeah. Or else it'll just look silly. Yeah, that'd be weird. So, so um, I, I will tell you, the actual cheesecake, um, it was good. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's like some gourmet cheese, you know, awesome, awesome cheesecake. And I wasn't expecting that because that's not what it's really, it's for. Um, it was dense. It stayed on the stick well, which is pretty important. Yes. Uh, you know, if you're eating some food, you don't want it to fall off. I was never scared that that cheesecake was going to fall off. Okay. Uh, ever. And it did come like in a, like it was, it was lying down in, in a, on a plate thingy. All right. And so if it did fall off, I would have been fine. Um, the, the caramel and the pretzels that was on it was perfect. There was, it was very generous and, oh, there was, there was potato chips on them. 
I didn't notice oh, it really? until like halfway through, like Ruffles potato chips. Oh. So I was like, this is, I really taste the salt. And I looked down, I was like, oh, that's why I taste the salt. There's all these chips all over it. And it's okay. kind of like, I wonder if they, they pre-made it because it was, it was really deep inside the, the actual cheesecake. All right, all right. It was like embedded in there. And then it seems like maybe they, they put it back in the fridge more to like, yeah. To make it, you know, so it wouldn't fall off when you're eating it. Yeah, thing. exactly you know? right. It wasn't just sprinkled on. It was like, it was done properly. You could tell that they took some effort into that. Yeah. And that one, I'm going to give that a good 8.5. I mean, that was very, very good. I would get that again. And yeah, it was extremely filling. Like, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a, it is a, it's a fairly large piece of cheesecake. Actually, well, not big enough to share. Um, no. But, uh, well, I guess you could share it, I suppose. But, um, <laughs> but it, was, it was very, very good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I would go back to them. I will say this, part of my decision-making in going there, like I remember looking at the, all the menu items beforehand online and thinking, ah, I probably won't go there. But the deciding factor for me at that time was it had uh, a shorter line. And I'm glad yeah. it did because I was very happy to go there. Uh, okay, I, good. Because Stacks, their lineup was massive. I Hollow yeah. Crunch, massive. Fugo was a big lineup as well. Mm-hmm. So all those places, um, you know, uh, I mean, it's hard, you know, going to an ice cream festival and especially that I Hollow Crunch, they had the longest line easily. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing about the Fugo, I Hollow Crunch and uh, Stacks is they have like brick and mortar stores in Toronto. So you could go there any time of the year, basically, and get that product if you wanted to. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, Sweet Slice, um, Six Spice Track, because they're a food truck and they, only, and they did the ice cream specialty for there. That's, yeah, sometimes you got to think when you're at a food truck event, A, is this the only place you can get it? Do they have a brick and mortar store where I could get it whenever I want to? Um, so you got to think, and then uh, lineups, are, especially, are, are a good factor saying, should I go to this line? Is it really worth it? So, yeah. And also, um, are they going to offer this again? Right? Correct. Because, you know, a place like Six yeah. Spice, like, even if one of their, uh, you know, one of their dessert things that they made special for this event is popular, is it feasible for them to add it to their menu? Because sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not easy because they're only a food truck. They, they may not be able to have like all the facilities to easily do that and add it on next time they're doing an event. You know, just because the, the, yeah. the Cinnabon or the Sinful or whatever it was called was, was really popular, they may not be able to add it. So, no. um, but at least they're prepared for next time they go to a dessert festival. They're like, yep, yeah, these things were popular. We're sliding right in and we know what to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those are things to, to really consider. And I never thought of that. You know what, do they have a brick and mortar? Um, how long is the lineup that, that obviously uh, altered my decision greatly. And um, will it be offered again? You know, is there right. something that I'm going to be able to get again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't give rating to the uh, six spice rack uh, Cinnabon, but um, I would give that also between eight and nine. So 8.5. It looked um, good. It looked. It weak. looked good. It was real bacon, that, right? Real bacon. Yeah, real bacon. The only thing would have proved it if, if they. I guess again, talk about facilities. If they, if the cinnabon itself was was a bit, was a bit warm because it was cold. Um, but it was still soft, yeah. though, right? It was still soft. Yeah, it was yeah. still soft. But just something like we think of like a, a, a like a, a 
ice cream waffle, the waffle still get warm most time wow. when you get it from the sea and from wherever. So that sort of warmthness with the ice cream as it melts a bit is just so good. It's to me that's that would you know, put it to nine at least. Yeah, that's a so, big yeah. factor. And was it hot when you went, Jeff? No, it was not hot actually. Because um, we went around like three thirty, four o'clock. So the sun was out. There was a nice, cool breeze. Yeah, it wasn't as it wasn't. It wasn't a hot day at all. Yeah, it was quite nice. It was very nice when I went. Like yeah. I was never hot. Like yeah, I was never too hot. And you know, this this summer has been scorching. Yeah. And so I I was lucky that when I went, uh, I uh, I had very very good weather. Now, um, there is there was a lineup to get in from right for, not for Jeff. No. Right. Um, yeah, on the Saturday we went, there, there was an like, entrance per se, and there was someone there sort of watching it, but there was no visible lineup, and it looked quite full. It, it's a huge space where it's being held, um, but Diana and I felt comfortable, like at least 95% of people wearing masks, or well, if they weren't eating, of course, because you have to take your mask off when you eat, but people that were walking around, they had masks on, there was uh, hand sanitizers stationed everywhere. Um, people in line, they actually had little flags in the ground, in the grass, so to mark off where six feet is roughly. Um, but Diane and I felt very comfortable walking around. Um, but we passed by on the Sunday, and we told Ken that there was a lineup now to get, and sorry, to get in. And so what did you experience there, Ken, on the Sunday? So when I ended up going, um, there – and I, I didn't tell Jeff this, but um, when I went, there was a lineup, but they're letting in, actually, I think Diana said through text that they're letting 100 people at a time or something afterwards. Um, was that what she said? I think she said that. Okay. It was a large amount. Like, it could have been 50, could have, you know, and I don't know what the time interval was, like, mm-hmm. how at a time. But when I went, I was, uh, it's, it, it kind of looked long, but I went in line because I wanted to participate in it. Right. And then... Um, they let some people in and I was among that batch to go in and it was a less than three minute wait. But nice. when I left, the lineup was much longer. Ah. So, and I didn't tell you that part, Jeff. So the lineup was okay. much, much longer. And so maybe they would have to wait two or three uh, 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 cycles to get in. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know how long the cycles were because I didn't, I wasn't in line long enough to figure that out. Right. 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 Um, so, but that is something to think about. Um, but uh, like, you know, going back to lineups, uh, the lineups for the really popular food trucks were longer than the lineups to get in. And they encourage people to go out of the enclosed area. So as soon as you get your food, you would leave the enclosed area to allow people to come in and buy their food. So that's yeah. what I think that their plan was. So, you know, and that's, a, that's something that's really important to bring up is that if you're there yeah. and you have your food, leave. That way, if there's yeah. someone in line to get in, they can get in because you could always mm-hmm. just kind of exit and like, we're talking like 10 feet and then you could just enjoy your food in one of those social circles. And then that means someone can get in. And right. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. So, yeah, so again, it's a, it's a, it's an example where a business is taking care of its customers, making sure that everything's sanitized, their sanitizers are available, having the circles spray painted. So people know having little flags in the lineup. So People know when to where to stand, and in fact, I remember um, I saw a gentleman in a safety vest. He was just going around saying, "Oh, you're not you're not far enough. You know, just move back a bit." So he was sort of adjusting the lineups to make sure people weren't too close uh, when they were in line. 
That's important. Yeah, that's that's this good to know. People were were uh, socially distant, and that's probably part of the reason why I thought the lineups were so long. You know, when when you're six feet apart from people, yeah, the lineups are going to be longer. You know, than like what they normally are. Like if you went last summer, that's right. So uh, I, I didn't think of that till now. That uh, yeah, the lineups may not be as long as I think they are. Mm-hmm. That's deceptively, deceptively long. <laughs> That's right. And, and sort of back on the, on the cleanliness, when you mentioned there's no ketchup available, I think that's the new norm now. Yeah. So next weekend, we plan on going to the Filipino one. Yes. So uh, we'll be talking about that. We're pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. And that was this week's food worth mentioning. And uh, like I yeah, said. Yeah. And so like, uh, like Ken mentioned, I'll, we'll have the picture of the, uh, the schedule for the street eats market and uh, hopefully you're listening currently and you'll be able to look at the schedule and at least attend one of the events that are happening before the end of September, 2020. So until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. And that of course includes my brother, chef Jeff Santos, and I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well. If you love to eat food worth mentioning. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Take care. everybody. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.